Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. You can find additional news, research, and analysis at SeekingAlpha.com. I hope you enjoy the program. Good morning. Today is Thursday, September 2nd. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include eight people have died as the remnants of Ida hit the Northeast. OPEC plus producers reject a boost to oil output. And Apple will allow direct signups by apps. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are higher ahead of the weekly jobless claims report scheduled for release at 8.30 Eastern, along with the U.S. trade balance for July. S&P, Dow, and NASDAQ futures are up two-tenths of a percent. The yield on the U.S. 10-year slipped to 1.29%, and Bitcoin added 3.5% to trade above $50,000. Overseas, the stock's Europe 600 advanced three-tenths of a percent. In Asia, most benchmarks rose. Now our top stories. At least eight people died in New York City and New Jersey as the remnants of Hurricane Ida hit the Northeast, causing record-breaking rainfall, flash floods, and power outages. Authorities issued states of emergency, while more than 200,000 customers were without power across New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Central Park experienced more than three inches of rain in one hour yesterday evening. That's according to the National Weather Service. That's the highest amount on record. New York's FDR Drive and the Bronx River Parkway were underwater by late Wednesday evening. In Louisiana, power came back Wednesday for 11,000 customers in eastern New Orleans, but was still out for nearly one million others, leaving the region without air conditioning as the heat index climbed to over 100 degrees. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards asked the more than half a million people who evacuated ahead of the storm to stay away. There was scant food, no running water, and not enough gasoline for essential workers at hospitals and food banks. Refineries in the path of Hurricane Ida could take weeks to resume operations because of the power outages. Valero Energy, Marathon Petroleum, Royal Dutch Shell, and other oil refiners along the banks of the Mississippi River near New Orleans are still assessing the damage and trying to figure out when they can come back online. Restarting those facilities, which account for almost a quarter of the Gulf Coast refining capacity, will depend on efforts to restore the region's power. The utility Entergy has warned that it will likely take days to assess widespread damage across 2,000 miles of electric transmission lines that were knocked offline by the storm and it may take weeks to fully repair the problems. In energy markets, OPEC and a group of Russian oil producers resisted U.S. calls to ramp up oil output faster. At a virtual meeting Wednesday, the group chose to continue boosting output in monthly installments of 400,000 barrels a day through the latter end of 2022. OPEC delegates have said that it was too early to accelerate the return of more of its oil to markets. The move came despite the White House saying last month that the planned increases were insufficient, urging OPEC to boost oil production faster as countries around the world seek to emerge from the pandemic. U.S. crude 
edged higher by a tenth of a percent to 68.59 a barrel. Brent crude was down less than a tenth of a percent at 71.59 a barrel. Both benchmarks are up about 40 percent in 2021. And in technology news, Apple said it would allow media apps to create in-app links to sign-up pages on other firms' websites, allowing companies such as Spotify Technology and Netflix to bypass the iPhone maker's cut of subscriptions. Last week, Apple said it would allow apps to communicate outside of their programs to alert users to alternative payment methods. In separate news, residents of several states will soon be able to store and show their driver's license or ID on their phone or Apple Watch's digital wallet. Arizona and Georgia will be the first states to adopt the feature, with Connecticut, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Utah to follow. Apple said the U.S. Transportation Security Administration will enable certain airport security checkpoints to accept IDs on iPhones or Apple Watches. Apple also said it's working on new health-related features for its smartwatch, including a tool to tell users when their blood pressure is increasing and a thermometer to help with fertility planning. Last year, the device brought in nearly $13 billion in sales, commanding more than 60% of the global smartwatch market by revenue. Samsung Electronics has incorporated similar features into its smartwatches and is available in places where it has received regulatory approval, including South Korea and Europe. Google's Fitbit unit said this year it was also conducting a study of such features. In other news, Pfizer and Merck have both announced the start of trials to test oral antiviral medications that target COVID-19. In July, Israel announced that it would test an oral COVID-19 vaccine developed by Oramed Pharmaceuticals. Facebook's WhatsApp was fined about $270 million for EU privacy violations. European Union regulators fined Facebook's chat service for failing to tell the bloc's residents enough about what it does with their data. Amazon.com said it is seeking to hire about 55,000 people globally among its corporate and technology ranks during a recruiting event that's set for September 15th. Purdue Pharma, the oxycotton maker, won court approval of a roughly $4.5 billion bankruptcy settlement that safeguards its owners, members of the Sackler family, from lawsuits accusing them of contributing to the opioid epidemic in exchange for providing funds to combat the crisis. Shares of Hormel Foods down 4.5% in pre-market trading today after the maker of brands such as Planters, Skippy, and Spam reported fiscal third quarter profit that matched estimates and posted record revenue, but cut its full-year earnings guidance. ChargePoint gained 14% after hours after boosting revenue outlook. Moderna is seeking FDA authorization for a COVID booster shot. Twitter is testing the ability for users to send tips using Bitcoin. And Google's YouTube Music hit 50 million paid subscribers. And the NFL's New Orleans Saints are looking for a home. The Saints, who have relocated their recent practices to the Dallas area, are preparing to spend the first month of their NFL season away from New Orleans. Paramount Pictures has scrapped a plan to release a Top Gun sequel in theaters in November, citing uncertainty about the willingness of moviegoers to attend theaters because of the fast-spreading Delta variant of the coronavirus. Top Gun Maverick with Tom Cruise was set to return the Rebel fighter pilot to the role that made him a superstar. It has now been rescheduled for theatrical release in May. 
and a copy of the first edition of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, published in 1818, is expected to sell for between $200,000 and $300,000 at a Christie's auction in New York. The auction of rare books will be offered through a live auction on September 14th. At 6.20 a.m., Taking a look at markets, Dow Industrial Futures were pointing up around 50 points, S&P 500 Futures higher by two-tenths of a percent, and NASDAQ 100 Futures suggested the tech-heavy index would open two-tenths of a percent higher. Crude oil was up three-tenths of a percent to 68.79. Gold was higher by two-tenths of a percent, and the U.S. dollar was slightly weaker against the euro at 118. It slipped versus the Canadian loonie at 126 and was steady against the Japanese yen at 109. Bitcoin traded up more than 3.5% to over $50,000. On the calendar, at 10 a.m. Eastern, the Census Bureau releases factory orders for July, and in earnings, the semiconductor and software Software developer Broadcom and Hewlett Packard Enterprise are scheduled to post earnings after the close. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.